bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China records higher new yuan-denominated loans and accelerating M2 growth for June amid policy support. And the NDRC relaxes hukou restrictions in small and medium-sized cities. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's new yuan loans came in at 2.81 trillion yuan in June, beating previous market estimates, central bank data showed on Monday, as a flurry of pro-growth measures were rolled out to anchor the economy toward a brisk turnaround. By the end of June, the M2 broad money supply grew 11.4% year-on-year, quickling by 0.3 percentage points from the end of last month, or by 2.8 percentage points from the year before. Furthermore, newly added social financing, a measure of funds that real economy received from the financial system, increased by 5.17 trillion yuan in June, up 10.8% year-on-year. In the first half of 2022, China's social financing increased by 21 trillion yuan, 3.2 trillion yuan more than the same period of the previous year. Monday's data indicates a better-than-expected month for credit extension as an imperative push for policy implementation in the wake of lackluster economic activity during April is shown to have effectively rebooted the economy. Market liquidity was relatively ample in the second quarter in support of rollovers of loans to small and medium-sized businesses and residential mortgage loans, experts said, together with a newly added national financing guarantee fund of 1 trillion yuan and an 800 billion yuan line of credit from policy banks that have been introduced to stabilize the economy. June's residential credit recovered to levels on par with the same period last year, while loans to the business sector expanded by 2.2 trillion yuan during the month, as many regions faced down strict anti-epidemic restrictions and consumption, notably in the auto sector, saw improvement. Looking ahead, China's credit extension is anticipated to continue upward despite signs of rising consumer inflation. Economists forecast that the PBOC may continue to boost credit growth via reserve requirement cut and liquidity injection tools. China's top economic planner issued a plan for new urbanization on Tuesday, announcing to scrap residency curbs in small and medium-sized cities as well as to test a pilot system based on regular residency. China will completely lift the restrictions of urban hukou residency in cities with a population of less than 3 million and fully relax such rules in major cities with 3 to 5 million residents, said the document released by the NDRC. In terms of megacities with over 5 million people, the regulator called for streamlining of the merit-based system and removal of their hukou quotas. The Ministry of Water Resources has raised an unprecedented amount of funds for water conservancy development in the first half of this year. A total of 748 billion yuan has been raised for water conservancy development, 50% more than the same period in 2021, while the total of 445 billion yuan has been invested, up by 60% year over year, the ministry said at a Monday press conference. 
Next on industry and company news, China's totally installed capacity of renewable energy generation has increased by around 90 times and rose to 1.1 billion kilowatt over the past 10 years, with generation capacity of hydropower, wind, solar and biomass ranking tops in the world, according to the National Energy Administration on Monday. As of May, renewable energy generated 2.48 trillion kilowatt of electricity, accounting for nearly 30% of the country's total electricity consumption. China's vehicle makers are regaining momentum, with new auto sales soaring 23.8% year-on-year to 2.5 million units in June, according to the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers on Monday. In June, passenger vehicle sales totaled 2.22 million units, up 41.2% year-on-year. However, the association scaled down its expectations for the year to 27 million units from 27.5 million because it anticipates a 16% slump in sales of commercial vehicles. Ganfeng Lithium, Chinese supplier of key raw materials for electric vehicle batteries, announced one of its units plans to invest up to $962 million to acquire the company that controls the exploration rights to two lithium salt lake mines in Argentina. Ganfeng International Trading will acquire a 100% stake in Lithia, as well as the mining firm's debt to fight backdrop of a surge in lithium salt prices, the company said late Monday. Hadilao International, China's largest hotpot restaurant chain, is considering listing of its overseas business in Hong Kong by way of introduction. The Beijing-based company said a spin-off of Super High International Holding will position the unit and the parent for growth, it said in an exchange filing yesterday. Shares of Heidi Lau in Hong Kong closed up 1.5% today after trading down 4% earlier. SF Airlines, China's largest air cargo carrier, has seen a continuous expansion with six freighters joining the fleet this year. The fleet size has reached 73 in July after adding a Boeing 757-200 freighter on the Beijing-Shenzhen route, the firm said Monday. Shares of Hisense Home Appliances Group climbed after units of the Chinese home appliances giants that makes compressors signed a five-year deal with Tesla that reportedly worth a hundred million US dollars a year. The US unit of Japan's Senden Holdings, which Hisense acquired just over a year ago, has received orders for two kinds of US-made electric compressors from Tesla. Switching gears to financial news, China's top banking and insurance regulator Easier Circular urging effort to continue the rapid growth of medium and long-term loans to the manufacturing sector. Banks should shore up financial support and innovate to develop products and services in key areas such as advanced manufacturing, strategic emerging industries and the transformation and upgrading of traditional industries, said the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission on Monday. Customers of four rural banks in central China's Henan province, whose withdrawals have been frozen, will begin to get some of their money back this week, Henan's provincial banking and insurance regulator said in a statement late Monday. 
Individual customers with deposit of up to 50,000 yuan will be repaid starting Friday, while arrangements for repaying others will be separately announced. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market. Chinese stocks fell on Tuesday as fears of strict COVID-19 curbs in Shanghai reignited worries of a wider economic disruption. By the close, the benchmark Shanghai Composite edged down 0.97% and the Shenzhen component lost 1.41%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index retreated 1.32% and the Tech Index was down 2.14%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.